And I'm joined on the phone by the members of Twisted Pine coming to Wellfleet Preservation Hall on Saturday night this weekend. And they look like a bundle of fun, and I'm excited to talk to them. Twisted Pine, how you doing? You there? How's it going, Maddie? Thanks for having us. Cool. Hey. That, so uh, I guess we got, what, two or three members on the line? There's three of us. Uh, I'm here as well. This is Dan uh, speaking, the mandolin player. Nice. So, yeah, why don't you just uh, introduce yourselves and, and tell me what you do in the band? Well, that's Dan. He plays mandolin. My name's Chris, and I play the bass. And I'm Ann, and I play the flute. Nice. And, and, uh, and uh, our fiddle player, Kathleen, who is who maybe is going to stop in. Yeah, she got stuck in traffic. We're in Boston, so traffic a lot. And so you are, in fact, a Boston-based group, although you come from all over. Yes, we're, yes. we started in Boston, uh, but Anne um, is our Canadian uh, representative. She's up in Toronto. Excellent. Important to get that international flavor. It sure is. Yeah. <laughs> so, as you may know, uh, my show is a soul and funk show. And so maybe you can start out by explaining to me, as I try and understand, why does it make sense for y'all, being in this bluegrass-based string band, to be doing a hit on a soul and funk radio show? <laughs> we, um, yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I, I uh, found your show because I was, I was looking at um, programs that would work for us. And you guys have a ton of different radio shows. It seems like a really cool uh station but your show stuck out to me because we um even though we're an acoustic like string band we skew very heavily towards like the sort of funk uh and and jam side of things and um yeah we, i mean we have like a bill withers cover yeah we, that... uh, we do a lot of funky stuff there's a, there's a lot of um funk to be explored that doesn't necessarily require electric instruments or a drum set no doubt. And and in fact, it was that version of Use Me that got my attention and uh, oh, led me to yeah, follow yeah. up. Your your publicist did a, knew who her target audience was on that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so talk about, uh, talk about that. I guess you started out doing more traditional bass stuff and sort of have grown into a wider repertoire. Is that true? Yeah, I, I would say that's true. Kind of, uh, you know, we've kind of been playing together, um, you know, well, we, we've known each other for, for, for many, many years and kind of have played together in various different combinations and bands and like kind of, uh, I guess when we all met each other, it was kind of more in the context of the bluegrass um, kind of community, the, the bluegrass scene here in like Boston and like New England in general. And we played a lot of bluegrass gigs together, kind of doing, um, uh, you know, kind of like the traditional bluegrass repertoire, you know, uh, songs from that repertoire and like fiddle tunes and instrumentals and stuff. And kind of, uh, we all valued um, playing with each other because like, you know, we kind of, there was kind of this shared um, just interest in like kind of, um, you know, like instrumental, you know, excellence and, um, you know, rhythmic playing and like grooving and all this kind of stuff. And, and, and we really started playing together a lot more and, and kind of, that that's like kind of once we got comfortable with each other and started like um, really exploring 
playing together, that's when kind of all of these other influences came out. Because none of us really come from a strict bluegrass background at all. You know, we all kind of came to it later. And there was lots of, you know, um, jazz and funk and soul and, um, you know, pop and, you know, classical and you know, all, all these different influences that um, we all had in us that kind of started to come out um, once we started to really explore playing with each other and definitely with the, the writing that we've been doing and with like kind of the covers that we've been playing, you know, that's kind of been kind of our, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of been like our way of kind of getting to know each other and find our sound. You know? and, and so uh, give us a little context, put a timeline on it. How long you've been playing together? We've been together, uh, you know, about, six-ish years, I would say. Um, but we really started to turn a corner, I would say, like when Ann joined the band and our flute player who's on the other who's here with us too, is uh, our newest member and she joined in, I think it was 2019. Is that right, Ann? Yeah, the the end of 2019. Yeah, and I, I think the sound did change a lot because I actually was a fan of the band before I joined the band. And um I mean, even even at that point, you know, they were based in bluegrass, which is pretty obvious, but they were kind of already exploring sounds outside of that. And once, you know, the flute got swapped in and, you know, the guitar was out, it, it, became, it became a really different sound. And, um, you know, I have a, a background. I mean, I, I love bluegrass and I was playing a lot of bluegrass already, but I do, I, I played a lot of... Um, funk and soul music actually when I lived in Montreal and um, that's a big part of my sound as well. So, so help, help me out. Cause around I, that. I, I don't know a lot about the bluegrass scene, but I, I don't think the flute makes a lot of appearances on bluegrass records. Does it? Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's, <laughs> there isn't very much flute at all. And um, it is, I think it was kind of, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use the word controversial, but I think it was, People were like, "What? What's going on?" When when I came on the scene, because um, isn't it isn't like tradition at all? Um, and I think that's also why we kind of identify with lots of genres because you know we're not strictly bluegrass in any sort of way. Um, but you know, in terms of the bluegrass stuff, I I do emulate some of the bluegrass sounds while keeping like our music is very groove based. So um, we have elements of both of those genres, you know, bluegrass and funk in our music. So, um, but you're right. Flute isn't really often found in bluegrass at all. Uh, and I highly recommend to the listeners that they go check out that uh, YouTube video on the Paste Magazine channel. Uh, super loaded with personality. It opens with the Bill Withers tune. And I mean, it's just infectious. Really, really awesome. Um and you you touched on this a little bit, but there there is obviously an active sort of progressive bluegrass, if you want to call it that, newgrass uh, scene out there. But then also people get you know sort of protective of their genre, or whatever. And um, you know, did you get pushback on that? How do you do you go to more traditional venues, or how, how does that work in in terms of you know the the scene and defining the genres? Well, in, in honesty, you know, I, I've kind of been on the scene for a really long time, probably at this point over a decade. And originally, like, I got a lot of pushback. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I loved the genre. I just didn't 
play the right instrument. And <laughs> I think things, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think things are changing and pe- people's minds are being opened. And, and I, I totally respect, you know, the traditionalists. I, I understand there's, there's like, you know, the historian and then there's like the people who are like pushing boundaries. And I almost see those as two different categories. And I think both are important. So um, in the realm of like, you know, keeping tradition and keeping um, this culture, like I understand why in spaces some certain spaces um, <laughs> in a way I, I'm almost like not wanted or um, welcome. Although I do, I do find it changing a little bit, but um yeah, like we have a bluegrass music. DJ on the channel where, you know, if there's a drum involved, he's out. That that's no good. Drums are not a part of bluegrass and 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 sing, yeah. <laughs> you know, and and flute might be one of those instruments for people as well. That just, you know, makes it something different. Totally. And I, you know, I, I get that and I, I think we all get that. It's uh, and I mean, music's always evolving and changing and Yeah. Um I hear you. And, and there's spaces where like yeah, yeah, you you get it. It's, yeah, and I've never been a big genre definition person, but I know bluegrass is one of those things that people, you know, sort of there's a specific sound and and it's expected to to obey certain rules or whatever. But you know, whatever. I play soul music, and uh, and on any given day, that might be jazz or blues or reggae or rock or psych or whatever. You know, as long as it's got soul in a very broad sense, I'm I'm good with it. And y'all got it so on on the other side so asking you know on the one hand how do you fit in with the traditionalists on the other hand um i'm sure you must share uh, stages with jazz bands and rock bands and go to the the hippie festivals and things like that as well is that right yeah totally yeah we we straddle the line um in those respects and a lot of the festivals that we play especially nowadays are sort of more geared towards um just like cross genre, like new music that's harder to categorize. I think that's just sort of a growing trend in general. People are getting sick of the the genre labels. Um, so we do, yeah, we do like a lot of quote unquote, like progressive acoustic or a progressive Americana festivals. Um, yeah. And we do like some jazz festivals. We did Toronto jazz and, and Rochester jazz. And uh, Nice. And yeah, uh, we're, we're I also got to compliment you. I was uh, doing my research before jumping on the call, and uh, whoever wrote the copy on your website is doing doing well uh, because it, it really gives the sense of, of uh, playfulness and also just sort of genre bending and and uh, you know people can look at your pictures and see that you know you don't fit any natural stereotypes of one kind or another, and, and that's brilliant. So. Congrats on that. We want, to, we want to give a shout out to our manager slash publicist slash does everything for us. Lynn, Lynn Bertrand is the, uh, the hero in our book. Nice. Nice. And so I, I saw you got uh, three records out. I think that's right. Uh, and the most recent one was uh, a few years ago now. Are you uh, working in the studio again? You got plans for making another recording? Yeah, we've got some plans. Also, this is Kathleen. I just walked through the door. Nice. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. My name's Maddie uh, yeah, Dredd. Actually, You're on WOMR. <laughs> thanks for having me and the whole band. Yeah, we're ready to get into the studio in January. We're, um, we're actually been writing a lot of new songs and 
we started playing some some of the new songs like towards the end of the summer and are trying them on our audiences so with this uh this new run we're going to be starting tomorrow we're going to be playing a couple of those and then recording a whole bunch more so uh we now have a quartet on the line that uh comprises the band twisted pine coming to wellfleet preservation hall saturday night and uh uh y'all been together for a few years one of the questions i wanted to ask you because we've all got pandemic stories right and i see that you uh and ann was telling us she joined the band just before the pandemic and so tell me your lockdown story how did the band survive during you know the the dark days of 2020 we were we were actually so busy (laughs) we were like busier than ever and had to uh run across the border like as we were finishing our mixing session on that album um and so like we had the album in hand and just decided we didn't want to sit on it so we released it and uh and can tell you about we did some shenanigans for our for our album release show it's pretty funny doing the uh... yeah we actually um I, I actually was up in Canada and set up a green screen. Um, we ha- we work with an amazing videographer named Blake Hannison. So I, and he's up in Canada as well. So we set up this green screen and the rest of the band would record the show on their end live with the three of them. Um, and then they'd send that to me and then I would pretend like I was performing with them in the room on this green screen. So it was like essentially a, an acting gig. Yeah. <laughs> and I would send that back and then we, <laughs> we combine it all. And so there's, um, there's actually a, a few green screen shows that we, we recorded. And, um, there was also one, uh, at one point we also decided to meet at the border and do a live show there with, there's this one border, uh, crossing where, the divider is just like a bunch of potted plants. <laughs> so the band was on one side and I was on the other side and we had a uh, video taken from both sides and you can actually find that video also on, on the internet. Um, nice. So we know we, we were getting pretty creative y- yeah. <laughs> over, over the pandemic. It sounds like you got a lot of skills, a, a lot of uh, intelligence there, uh, and a lot of playfulness, too. So, uh, yeah, the listeners should definitely Google up some Twisted Pine, check out the videos, check out the records, and most importantly, check out the show Saturday night at Wellfleet Preservation Hall. It's a, a four-piece coming to town, is that right? Yep, that's right, four-piece. Uh, so you got fiddle and flute and mando and bass. And and as it turns out, y'all have been to the Cape before, if I'm not mistaken. You, I think you were part of the Vinegrass Festival at one point. Yeah, yeah, we love coming out to the Cape. We were most recently there in Truro, yeah, at the Vinegrass Festival, which was um, super fun. Shout out to, to Pete and Monica, those guys. Yeah. Are Cape, Cape Cod or Cape Cod Staples, I think. It's, uh, so that's a great festival that we really love. And we've also done uh, the payment in Truro. Outstanding. So I think you you uh, count as locals now. Um, uh, you know, we're, we're close. We're close enough. Yeah. I, I mean, as you might imagine, there is uh, some controversy around here about who counts as a local. But uh, I'm put y'all in. You're good. You're good with me. It's a voucher. 
<laughs> cool. So, uh, uh, once again, I just want to say thanks for spending the time, and uh, I look forward to the show, and everybody should uh, come out and see Twisted Pine at Wellfleet Preservation Hall. And uh, if you don't know who they are, you will certainly remember them if you come to the show. So thanks, folks, for spending the time. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us, Maddie. Yeah, yeah, Thank I look you. forward to it. <laughs>